the Loud Sports Show. Both teams play hard. I'm a man. I'm 40. Both teams play hard. What? Both teams play hard. I'm sorry, Fiesta. Both teams play hard. Diddly. Poo. God bless and good night. Send it in, Jerome. I love the little Vernon Shirley opening goes. Uh, insert that here. But the long story short is we are back for episode number 31. It has been a couple weeks, my man. I am Justin, as always. I am joined by Anthony. And uh, we just had some stuff going on. Period. I've been on vacation, basically. <laughs> this guy was on vacation. We had just some time off, some gap. It's the summertime, uh, but we are back. We did not forget about you. I've actually been working on the Big Three weekly podcast as well. Uh, stay tuned for episodes of that coming up because the Big Three is debuting this Saturday, in case you didn't know that. Didn't know that. It's uh, I'm not going to lie. They've made it a little bit harder to find this year. I'm used to watching the Big Three on like FS1 or CBS. Apparently this year, they're like, let's get on as many platforms as possible and make people guess. So the first week is on Triller and Fight TV. Uh, maybe there's some games on CBS. I still, I, I literally did a podcast about this the other day. I'm still not sure. That's great. I won't be watching then. You, so I was, this, this is how I was going to get you to watch. See, I had a hook. I'm for not you. hunting it down. We, you don't have to hunt it down. You Sounds download, like I do. You just download the Triller app. Um, once that's installed, <laughs> you just got to download a random Shaking app that you head, probably so never you have. Nope. Uh, but the one thing they are doing is they're starting off kind of like the NFL. So the defending champion, woo, a little fade there. Uh, the defending champion is going to start off the season. Uh, Joe Johnson last year from the triplets. They, they came in and just swept in their first year, excuse me, two years ago. He'll take on who? Josh Smith in the Big Black. Yeah, Thank the you. Bivouac, by the way, an army of ants. Wow. Uh, I know, I know you're into it, but I'm telling you, this is the year to get into it. All my favorite players from the enemies from the last season are now on other squads, except for Gilbert, who is now coaching Nick Young. Just think about that for that's, a second. Just think about that for a second. That's one guy telling another man. Don't pass. It's worth Shoot. You just seen him at the draft. They were Shoot like, some more. They're like, Gil brought me on. He knows the deal. We all know what I'm here for. <laughs> I was just like. Just jacking I up. I was like, yes. I don't know who he's running with, yes, but they do. better, when the ball comes to them, they better act like a black hole and never let it go. You actually enjoy this. So, so they kept uh, Perry Jones III as, as their, as their uh, co-captain. He was, he was already on the team. They, they declined Royce White, who took the job with power. They declined Craig Smith, who ended up going to Ghost Balls, who's now my favorite team. First off, Royce White. That's not the dude who was drafted by Toronto who was like, I can't fly nowhere, right? Houston? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was Houston? Absolutely. And you'll be proud to know, literally, the press conference I went to, this, this is why he's the man, okay? Shows up at the press conference with a shirt, and he literally goes to the whole press conference. He's like, oh, no one's going to ask me about the shirt? No one's going to ask me about the shirt? What does the shirt say? I don't fly. I flew here. <laughs> yeah, he just threw away started, a career in the NBA, and now he's gonna get on a plane. I said at the time, bro, he was young. He had anxiety issues. He got over that shit. That happens to a lot of people, man. You know hey, what I mean? Like people don't want people cool, don't want to acknowledge execs that. Execs are like, yeah, we ain't dealing with this shit again. True, but now the good news is he's still like twenty nine, thirty. Like still has like he, he literally he's listed as as playing one full season in the NBA, and he just goes out there. He literally it's actually don't watch. That game I told you about. Watch. Power. I'm not gonna watch any of the games Listen, you're telling me about. Watch power and watch, like watch, because because what it is, it's like, oh, that's what he could have done in the NBA. But that, no, that's exactly what it looks like, though. But, but that's what it looks down. like, bro. I'm not downloading another app. I don't download an well, app to watch these silly ass fights they put on. <laughs> so why would I down? No, it will come on CBS on some weeks. That's all I'm okay, saying. Okay, well, it better if you turn it be, on CBS. It better find me. If you turn on CBS, you see Katina Moly and Big Baby. Stop the channel. I don't know if I'm going to stop the channel for that. That's combo. all I'm saying. Because Royce White is about to be like, yo, I'm telling you. I don't know if I'm stopping the you channel. You start watching it, you'll get a favorite team. Like, perfect example, I met the Ghost Balls dudes, and then they drafted Craig Smith. 
I'm just saying that's not that's not bro. It's not stop the channel merch. See, that's the problem. It is stop the channel. Just nobody knows really what channel it's on all the time and what time it's on. Well, see, that's an even bigger problem. That is the issue. But moving on to the regular sports world, to the regular basketball world, to to the non fireball three basketball world, as we say on the big three weekly. It's all up for grabs now, baby. We're down to Milwaukee, 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 and Phoenix. And a lot of stuff has happened over the last two weeks, but I do want to address the fact that how the fuck is Phoenix and Milwaukee in the finals? <laughs> that, who well, who had that three it, months ago? It was a war of attrition that led us here. It was the teams that stayed the healthiest. I, at the end of the day, that's actually one of the things I have down here to talk about. Is, that's all it is. Let us not forget, this is the year of everybody being, not everybody, but a lot of major players you know, a healthy Kawhi, Phoenix probably gets bounced. A healthy AD, Phoenix probably gets bounced. Who knows if even with a healthy Murray, Phoenix gets bounced. I was going to say, I, man. I mean, we have, I, had, I had LeBron. A healthy a- Brooklyn doesn't get bounced. LeBron, so. AD, Kyrie, James Harden, Kyrie KD, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray. Uh, who else I got? The Kawhi? Can't forget about Kawhi. Yeah, but I'm talking about uh, just Trey the teams Young, that Giannis. could be there that were in the way of yeah, those that's teams. What I mean. no, the, the, the Lakers, it's the Lakers, the Nets. You I know you don't want to hear my Celtics case. The Nuggets. I don't want to hear anybody's case. <laughs> Lakers. I definitely don't want to hear a Philadelphia 76ers case. Lakers, that's for Nets, damn sure. Clippers, uh, Nuggets, and the 76ers. That's a. Uh, Just let me down in every way. I think way. even going back to our playoff predictions at the beginning of the season. It's Ben Simmons' fault. None Let's of us. blame him. None of us had Hawks over Philly. <laughs> that's for damn sure. I had Philly over everybody, but thanks, Ben. Do you re- let me ask you this? Just because nope. you brought it up, do you really be- blame all put all the blame on Ben Simmons? I blame the fact that a point guard cannot shoot thirty percent from the foul line. That's what I blame. Yeah. Those are free points they're trying to give you. They're following him like he's Shaq. And honestly, it just seems like do you not have a coach? Like a coach hasn't worked you with you care? for three years. Do you yeah, not care? Both is those I things. think what it comes down to between caring and having someone to show you. I mean, it's not hard. We've all gone to basketball skills camp. We all can learn how to shoot a free throw. Now imagine someone's paying you twenty-seven million dollars a year to do so. You would think, you would think that you would practice, refine, tighten up that jump shot, not just a little bit, a lot. Part of it tighten though, tighten up the jump shot. How about just take a jump shot? Shoot one. Yes. Like, act like you're going to shoot one. I Make do th- them respect the fact that you might shoot one. Who I do knows? think part of the problem, though, is that this is what, Ben Simmons' fifth year? Who cares? Giannis is airballing free throws and airballing threes. But you know what? He's still jacking them. But that's my point, though. Ben Simmons has been kind of trained since in his first four, three or four years. And I don't want to blame Brett Brown, but, I mean, he's been trained to be a point guard and hasn't really been encouraged to shoot. One thing Milwaukee's done with Giannis has been like, Take the shots, brother. Take the shots when you get them. You're the guy. Shouldn't go, have, go, go. Shouldn't have to tell an all-star and an all-pro, hey, if you open, shoot the ball. But it is confidence, no? I mean, a lot of it's confidence. And you if can't he get confidence really that, if you don't try, though. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I guess it's like chicken and You're egg, a professional right? athlete. You're a professional athlete. You play basketball. You, you haven't played it your whole life. The real question Take to me. Take a shot. The real question to me is how do you get to be a 24-year-old basketball player in the NBA and nobody in high school, nobody in college, nobody said, hey, let's just bang out this free throw thing real quick. And that's just, you know what I mean? Like, nobody ever pulled this guy aside. It, it's sad if that's the case, to be honest that's with you. That's just cool if you're Shaq and you're literally the most dominant player to ever walk into the NBA. But that's not cool if you're Ben Simmons. It's certainly you can cool. bring me all the defense you want. I, I, yeah. It's, yeah. You're, he's you're clogging the lane. You're playing five on four. I, what? 
Right. You can switch Thanks, one. Thanks, Ben. You can switch one through five on defense, but when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, you can't hit a flat footed twelve footer. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? With with nobody in front of you, by the way. It's it's we'll see what Philly does in the offseason, but is that a that has to be a situation where they can't bring that whole team back, right? They have no choice unless they can deal them. I mean, there's always I mean, a choice. We, we, <laughs> does one forget yet who that general manager is? I, I don't care. The guy's values in the toilet. You're gonna get fifty cents on the dollar. That's not, we're talking about a guy that you were trading James Harden for earlier this yep. year. So now, what are you gonna get for him? That that does seem to be the conundrum. Everyone has that um, the mentality. I'm not taking of, Robert Covington. Get out of here with that. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll take him, but that's not all I'm taking. Is what that's I'm about saying. all you're gonna get though. For for what? Roko? No shot. No shots for Robert Covington. I'm just saying that's the type of player we're at. I don't know about that. Robert Covington's probably more productive offensively. I I think there is some value to the CJ McCollum Ben Simmons swap. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. What's that doing? That's not doing anything for either of those teams. It it essentially allows them to. Uh, do they still have Gary Trent Jr.? Or they trade his ass. They trade his. They ass traded his right? ass. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it essentially allows them to move someone up into that role while gaining another wing player, wing, wing defender, another ball handler uh, to take the pressure off Dame Lillard and give them just a new look. Period. But there's gonna be some changes in the offseason. That's for sure. I mean, send them to Orlando. So I don't care. So Ben Simmons yeah. to Orlando? There's nothing, there's nothing in the Orlando cabinet, but whatever. So you're going for the bring Markel Fultz back to Philly train? I mean, you can't. They're not going to do that. But. Is that what you're looking for? Because I don't know if Philly. No, I'm just saying that Philly's Ben fans. Simmons should just go to Orlando. Just, just go there. Just go there. Just go live there. <laughs> and just see what happens after that. Speaking of Orlando, they are one of the teams. Uh, there was a, a wide range of uh, – NBA openings, NBA coaching openings, a lot of them have been filled, but Orlando was one of them that has not. We had Washington, Dallas, New Orleans, Boston, Portland, Indy, Orlando. Some of those have been filled, some of those haven't. Washington's still looking. Uh, Orlando's still looking. New Orleans is still looking as well, right? They don't have a bad coach yet. No, they don't. No. They don't know who's going to coach that team because that team is upside down. Absolutely. Inside out in every which way. (laughs) Speaking of upside down, Dallas, the whole situation in Dallas is – Weird at best. You have a coach in Rick Kyla who won a championship in Dallas, has a nice young superstar, and basically is like, I got to get out of here because uh, I see the vibe over there. Well, uh, it seems like basically the superstar the was assistant, the yeah. superstar was basically like, fuck everybody. I'm going to do me. and <laughs> Luka Diva style. So can't can't do anything with that. Coming in with that. That 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 Slovenian swag on Max. Hey, only boom. talking to the assistant coach. That was I, honestly, it's funny that it sounds. Can always get a new coach. Can't get another twenty-two-year-old superstar. I was. That's a smart move by Rick Kyler being like, "Hey, just get me out of here now before y'all drop the hammer mid-season and this blows up and gets a lot worse." Yeah. And, I, and I hate this motherfucker. Before he's in, before he's in Cuban's <laughs> office, being like, "I, you know, I don't want him here." Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So Give me a new like, coach. You know what? He saw he saw the eight openings and he was just like, "Let me go pick." Basically, and surprisingly. He goes back to Indiana. Yeah, that's because Brooklyn couldn't <laughs> get their shit together and bounce the Bucks. That's I was why. Like, <laughs> he thought he'd go. He thought he was gonna go to, to the Bucks if that dad freaking. Oh yeah, out. if the Bucks got bounced from third year in a row like this, yeah, come on, what are we doing? Yeah, Coach Buds would have been like, ah. Uh, Coach Buds' sick. ownership would have been like, hey. Yeah, you've been gone. So. We're gonna need this office cleared out by Tuesday. We're gonna need you to advance past yeah. the second round. Yeah. <laughs> none, of this, none of this early exit shit anymore. How about you early exit for us? They did worry the hell out of me with that. So Rick Carlo takes over in 
in Indiana. Yeah, there's no expectations there. No expectations. His job, though, is his in Dallas is filled by a man who was looked at for the Celtics job for a long time. Don't get it. In the Portland situation. What? Time out. You don't, to say you don't get it. I don't get it. This is, a, this is a guy who's had two different stops already, and both of them have flamed out. Kid, baby. Yeah. So I, I don't. Kudos, don't to like, kudos to like the Celtics for hiring a new guy. Kudos to the, oh, yeah. the Blazers going in a different direction. Oh, yeah. I can't stand the NBA retread of coaches. It's like, oh, this guy coached over here. Okay, we'll take him over here and see what he can do. Stan oh. Van got one year. Like, what are we doing? I get that, but let me ask you this, right? And I, I mean this, right? And on an individual basis, you don't think Jason Kidd is different than the rest of those guys? I think that Jason Kidd was such a great point guard that people are going to keep on giving him chances until he shows he's a terrible coach. This is Magic Johnson all over again? <laughs> but but the difference is, and, I, and, and no not to Magic, even though this is not to Magic, Jason Kidd has already shown he's twice the coach Magic Johnson ever was. <laughs> No offense to That's Magic. Magic Johnson just wants no to show to up at every role and be like, I'm Magic Johnson. My point is. And people are like, yeah, yeah he's Magic Johnson. He's like, ah, oh, but he can't he coach. He can't coach magic, and he can't though. GM. He's so. Magic, though. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just that's just the real of it all. Magic. Can't host a late night show either, but, hey, we won't even get into Who, that magic? one. Yeah. But <laughs> How did we get there? I'm just, I a love lot it. of failures off the court for Magic, except for when it comes to business and a basketball. It's very true. But 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 what don't you the Jason Kidd thing? It made sense. It makes to me. no sense. It makes no I, sense. I see, to I see me. that they hired Dirk Nowitzki to work in the personal office. Oh, that's just trying to keep Dirk. That's keeping Dirk in the family on the payroll. But that's what Jason making Kidd up, is. Yeah, but he's making he up was, all that money on the back end, and then he gave whatever. All right, all that money they promised him on them years ago. Yeah, yeah. Take these pay in. cuts here. Like how much? Now. How much is the assistant director getting? Twelve but, million dollars. But it doesn't. Okay, great. He's gonna come <laughs> in. He's gonna what? He's gonna solely focus on making Luca like. Whatever. What about this 11 other guys that need a coach? Absolutely. But you don't think Jason Kidd working with Luca is awesome? I mean, come on. That's all I'm saying. How much better is Jason Kidd going to make Luca? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Because this is the first guy I think he's coached where, like, what did Jason get? He goes to Milwaukee and where else? Brooklyn. Okay, so I was going to say they didn't really have, like a, like, a dynamic point guard for him to coach up on either of those teams. But – didn't they get? Didn't they give D-Lo's him the inaugural right. like P.S. Garnett seasons over no, there in Brooklyn? No, that was uh, maybe no, it wasn't him. Riveting to just it was uh, it was not him because I, I thought I had the name I could like picture a guy that I'm like then I was like no let's not the coach it was Billy King that's the general manager that wasn't yeah, the same that was guy. Billy King who did all that nonsense. I don't think it was Jason Kidd. I don't think they were that. Oh yeah, Jason Kidd retired. Let's get him as the coach of Nets. <laughs> 20, 2013, 2014. That's when he coached Brooklyn. Those guys got traded there in 2011, 2012, though, I think. Because they won the title in, in 08. 09 is when Perk got hurt. They didn't win it. And I think they ran them back in 10, and then they got traded in 11. My point is they, they might have been flown out of there by that time. Like He might have been the coach they brought in after they blew those guys out of there. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's that's now we're talking about. That's what I think happened. No, because Kevin Garnett played for Brooklyn from 2013 to 2015, so he was there. Okay, yeah, he was there. He was the one. Yeah, but you tasked with dealing with that bullshit. But you remember, PS PS got dealt though. PS wasn't. That's what I'm saying. He ended up going to Washington and then to, and then to the Clippers. So he may not have been. Yeah, no, I get that part, but I think that was after the fact. And when does it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, bottom yeah. bottom line is, I don't think this is the right hire. 
Well, you're so worried about placating the superstar, you're forgetting about the rest of the team. What do you think? You said you did like the Celtics higher and the Portland higher. Yeah, I like I like when guys are getting different opportunities because you know what happens is when you just it's the same thing that happens in the NFL when you start retreading coaches, and it goes for my team as well. It's like we've already seen that like a voice can get burnt out, and we've already seen that things can fail, and maybe that just happens over time. But man, coaches are getting fired for reasons, yeah. and, it, and it ain't just you know. Hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Right. So now that shit's old. Who's the next? Who's the next team to give Stan Van a try? Who would be his fourth team? It is true. And how many games does he actually won? (laughs) Like that's the other thing. Ah man, it's just you know every time you get these coaching hires, it's like oh we'll bring Jeff Van Gundy back, and it's like Jeff Van Gundy. I have nothing against Jeff Van Gundy, but I just go, why? That's all. That's all. That's all I want to know is why. What about Jeff Van Gundy in the booth? You're just like. I think that's the way we should go. Well, there's guys on staffs who have been putting in work for years and years and years, and you know maybe they don't blow you away in an interview. I mean, clearly, I don't know what the guy in Indiana did to get that job, to lose that team that fast, and then for them to look at Nate McMillan and be like, "Oh, hey, Nate, we screwed up," and then he's like, "Ha Atlanta, baby." But you know, and then Lloyd Pierce ends up there just to clue that. That's ironic. Lloyd Pierce is down in Indiana. Is Ricala's assistant? Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Just to close that you know, irony but the, circle but the real thing quick. Is, like I'm all for you know a guy going under a head coach and maybe trying to learn something different, and then maybe you get a second shot. But these coaches where they're getting like three, four opportunities, it's like how many times do you have to show that you can't coach a team. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> I can see some of it. Like you said, the Jeff Van Gundy thing. There's a difference between a team like uh, let's see on the list here: Portland, Indiana, Boston. Dallas. I can see them looking at a guy like Jeff. He's an experienced coach, playoff experience. If you have a playoff for the team, it's one thing. Look at those guys. But like Stan Van Gundy was hired to coach the Pelicans. Yeah, but he was hired. He was hired to coach the Pelicans after they had Alvin Gentry, who again on like his third team or whatever it was, who is a good coach. But I just don't know what you expect. But you give him a guy like Zion, you like coach him, and then it's like, hey, I can't coach the guy when he's not on the floor. So, so that, but also, I think part of it is Stan Van Gundy. So, so the year Stan Van Gundy had the most success, I think, unarguably, he took that Orlando team to the finals, right? Yeah, when he had Dwight Howard. So, so, this, so my point is, look at that team. He had a young superstar, but he had experience. His next two best guys were Hedo Turkoglu and Rashad Lewis. So feathery, so feathery. But guys who who have been around the block, guys who were had gone from team to team and were veteran guys who wanted to win and understood they had a good team. Hiring him to go train Brandon Ingram and, and Lonzo Ball is a lot different than getting a bunch of veterans to play playoff basketball. Well, it's, it's the same way the Cavs hired David Blatt, and then LeBron was like, I'm here. It's like, okay, it's two different sides of the coin. Like, David Blatt might have worked with a young team that didn't know any better. Exactly. But LeBron ain't listening to a guy from Tel Aviv and that's the problem, on, the, right. on the floor. So it's just – I don't understand what ownership wants to do. And, I mean, God bless them because they're okay paying – four people at a time sometimes but you know you let Nate Indiana is a perfect example you let Nate McMillan go because he couldn't get you over the hump then he takes the Hawks way further than they should have gone granted a lot of that's injury related with right. the teams in the season and then you hire this other guy and literally before a shortened season is over they're like yeah he's lost the locker room it's like <laughs> right so what did he do in an what interview that going blew on? you away <laughs> right, right, right. I don't get it man I don't freaking get it. If you can't get – and let's – you know, DeMontis Sabonis is a star, but if you can't get him 
to come in the room and talk to the coach and be like, yeah, I'm cool with this guy, it's never going to work. If your superstar can't work with your coach, it's Some never going to work. Because exactly. 10 times out of 10, the franchise is choosing the superstar before they choose the coach. And mainly, that's because they want to make them happy and they need to keep them there. Man. Man. They don't need an Anthony Davis situation or a James Harden situation. Especially in those small markets, they're always worried about that shit. You know what I mean? You, you got to placate those fucking guys because we only get them once every seven mm-hmm. or eight years. So, so God forbid. All right, we talked about – oh, actually, let's talk about the Celtics found a new coach in Ime Adoka off that star-studded Phoenix Sun slash uh, – uh, I thought he came from Brooklyn. I was in New Jersey. The Brooklyn Nets coaching staff that is comprised of oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> the 2007 yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix Suns team. He joined his boys over. He left Pop, joined his boys, and now hopping his ship over to Boston. Boston, though, has traded their point guard, Kemba Walker, away two weeks ago for Al Horford, which I got to admit brought the jersey right out of the closet. Yeah, it's and was great like, when you get a guy back, right? I like that. He's also been sitting home resting up those knees because Oklahoma just for told year. him to go home. Exactly. They also got Moses Brown, which – it was weird that they got a young player, but had to give up a draft pick with Kemba. But the truth, the truth is, enough with the draft picks. Nobody cares anymore. The draft picks are all a crapshoot after like three, and you got to be lucky to even be at three and hope there's three people. Tell us, Oklahoma City. I'm pretty sure they have like six picks in the first 37. Oklahoma like City is treating this like you know, just like throw it against the wall, throw it against yeah. the wall. See that right They're there? Just Take like, it. The throw more it we the have, the more we can give to get less. That's how they look at it. Exactly. Do you think, just because we brought him up, do you think Ben Simmons or Kristaps Porzingis ends up on the Thunder somehow? I think anybody with a bad contract and a first-round pick they're ready to give up can end up in Oklahoma City. I started thinking about it. I'm like, this Oklahoma may... City's become the way station exactly. for, the, for the bad contracts of the NBA. I'm like, if you look around the league, and if they're open, to, I have to say this with a caveat, if they're open to trade an SGA because his contract's up and they have to give him a fat extension after the season, they could actually like rebuild this team with like Ben Simmons, Christopher Singers, and give up like nothing. Like just just be able to take on these contracts, have young prospects that teams want. Yeah, but they're it's not going to do that. They're not giving. They're up They're not SGA. going to. They're not going to do it. But but that is a vast real, realization they have to come to is that for all the frugal fun draft picks spending they've been doing, that contract's up after the season, player. And next year he ain't gonna be playing for no fucking five million dollars no more. Who SGA? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to pay him. But who else are you paying? He don't care at that point. That is part of the issue. They're not paying anybody. Um, right now, they're paying Kemba Walker's fat $30 million salary, but I I'd do feel sh- he'll be flipped again. Yeah, I don't think Kemba Walker plays a game in an Oklahoma City jersey. I uh, I saw this thing that was just like flipping to Miami. At first, I was like, well, why would you flip him to Miami for Goran Dragic? I was like, now nah, scroll down, scroll down. I'm like, flip him to Miami, get a first-round pick, get first-round pick and Dragic back, long story short. And then, like, later on in the season, you can go ahead and flip Dragic for another first-round pick. Yeah, like, exactly. That's exactly what they he'll do. Want out. He'll want to go to a contender. <laughs> yeah, just you, moving pieces. You end up with two first-round picks and a prospect for one player, basically, essentially. that That's that's how they get down. That's how they roll. Keep your eye on Oklahoma City. Um, but strong move by the Celtics. Trading Kevin Walker's contract. Talk about a guy who wasn't available when they needed him. He just wasn't really there for them. He wasn't able to be the third star. Everyone's like, who's going to be their point guard? Who's going to be their point guard? I'm like, do you watch Celtics? Pritchett? <laughs> I would, I would like that. I don't think my man's going to be able to win the job. But uh, if you watch Celtics games, I'm like, how many possessions does the point guard actually bring the ball to the court? Cause, well, it depends on the team. I mean, you guys are like Brown and Tatum, so it's, it's kind of irrelevant. Exactly. But if you get an experienced point guard, then it's a different story. If you're just getting a young guy, I mean, I guess you're then just 
maybe throwing another forward down in there and just my my thing is though being a mismatch. The answer's on the roster. The answer's all on the roster. Already. Oh, it's Pritchard. No. <laughs> it is not Pritchard. No. Smart, not, not yet. Oh, it's smart, bro. Romeo Langford. You, you have two guys who are going to succeed at what he's weak at: ball handling and setting up the offense. All you need to do is go out there and do exactly what he's doing now, just at the point guards. That's he doesn't have to do anything different. Oh, Al Horford? No, Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh, Marcus. Yeah, okay. All you got. Good, good luck trying to get Marcus Smart to be like, hey. I need you to bring the ball up and play defense. Mark is going to be like, that's not how I get down. You know this sometimes when I'm just feeling it and I'm just going to let it loose. But that's what I'm and saying. And they're going to be like, eh, well, maybe you curb that. He's like, I'm not going to curb that. He, he doesn't have to bring the ball. He can do all of that, but he doesn't have to bring the ball up. Like, literally, that's the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown could do 90% of it. I don't that. know if Marcus Smart's still going to be on your team, but we'll see. Everyone's saying that, but I look at it as with them trading with Kemba Walker, the way I look at it is now their backcourt is Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum moves back to the small forward. They just acquired – They now they have five centers on the roster, literally, because they just acquired uh, uh, Horford and Moses Brown. They already had Time Lord and um, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So unless they be one of those guys, it looks like they might get a little bit bigger this year, and that's not a bad thing. So, so where does that leave Pritchard is my question. <laughs> that leaves Pritchard as the sixth man, okay, oh. if you're happy. <laughs> that's why I said, who knows? He, he might be able to beat it out. You know, I like me some Pritchard. But he just needs to be a little bit – I don't want to sign him over Marcus Mott. How about that? How about that? Uh, real quick, just to get into the, the finals, who do you think is going to take the NBA finals? It starts tomorrow. We have – I just talked about it before. We, this is the first time we've had two days off of basketball in – Is Giannis playing? He's supposed to. To me, it doesn't make any difference. It does if he's playing. I've seen games where Giannis played and the Hawks beat the shit out of him. Yeah, but I the, think the, Chris the problem, Paul is yeah, on the field no, in that squad. See, I think that's just, oh God. The NBA playoffs are the most zigzaggy back and forth True. thing that you can barely. You see it all the time. It's like the Hawks won Game One and they get smoked in the next two games, and then they win Game Four, and then it's just a wrap from there. It's weird. I'd like to say that if Giannis is healthy, he's not going to be healthy, but so it's probably going to be Phoenix, which is great for Chris Paul, but. I don't care, I guess. That's where I'm getting at with this. I don't care. You don't care either way? Yeah, I don't care who wins. Milwaukee hasn't been to the finals since 1974. Phoenix hasn't been since 93. That's. I remember the last time the Phoenix Suns were in the finals. Yeah, I watched Thunder it. Dan, Sir Charles. We both weren't born the last time the Bucks were in the finals. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's that. Hey, that Thunder Dan Molly, man. People forget about Thunder Dan over there. Yeah, but I don't think the Suns have ever won a title. I don't think they've ever – they have not – they've been to – I think this is their third or fourth finals because back in the day I think Tom Chambers brought them to one. It doesn't matter. Back they've never the won one, and they probably end up winning this one. If – you know, even if Giannis is there, he's probably hobbled. Yeah, honestly, I think the banged up Giannis, like I said, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, as long as they come with their game, they both play and they're both 100% because Devin Booker's had some some issues with the mask, with the nose and the face. Uh, He's been ditching it though. He has been. I th- I I just feel like Phoenix. Phoenix has somebody. And in- Drew Holiday gonna be all up in his kitchen. So he is. But but Drew Holiday again. There's one Drew Holiday, and they got Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And I really they got feel Middleton too. Middleton's yeah, a bigger that's guy. That's true. That's a good point. That, yeah, a good you point. know, it's it's a good matchup. And if if you were talking a full blown healthy Giannis, I think I would take Milwaukee. Um, just because if you can get what you were getting out of Lopez, like yeah. we saw in these last two games. And, you know, even a Bobby Porter sighting here and there. You just need these guys to help you at home. 
So you got to steal one road game at least, and then, you know, it's all up for grabs at that point. Yeah, and I really do think you just said it. I think <clears throat> Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis are going to be huge in this series because I think DeAndre Ayton is going to end up covering Giannis. Absolutely, go for it. I think DeAndre Ayton is going to be end up being huge in the series. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he's going to end up defending Giannis, and that's going to leave those guys uncovered. With the advantage, it should be. Brooke Lopez is a guy who's been around for a while. He has a bunch of playoff experience. His years with the Nets, I mean, he's a guy who I think he played for the Lakers for a couple seasons. I'm not really sure exactly how he bounced around so much for being a solid player that he is. And, yeah, he's not as consistent as he once was, especially on those Nets teams. But uh, he can still fill it up, as he showed you in this series. And Bobby Porras is a guy with shooting range at that power forward position where if Phoenix has Dario Saric, Mikhail Bridges, excuse me, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder, but they don't really have a guy with that size to be able to get out there and defend those guys. And if they're on the floor, excuse me, with Giannis, and, and Aiton ends up being the guy who has to cover Giannis, then, I mean, I just don't, I just don't see how Milwaukee, uh, excuse me, how Phoenix will be able to handle Brook Lopez and Portis in the post. And maybe that's, maybe that's the only way that Milwaukee can actually have the advantage on them. But we've seen other teams who have a size advantage over Phoenix in these playoffs basically in just about every single round. Now I'm thinking about it, uh, the Clippers, the Lakers, and I can't think off the top of my head who they play in the first round right now, but they've been kind of overcoming this the whole way. They've had some injuries, some setbacks, to keep the engine going, got past the Lakers, got past the Clippers. And now they find themselves in the NBA Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think this is this is obviously Chris Paul's opportunity of a lifetime. He's been waiting his whole career, struggling to get out of the first round, finally gets over the hump, gets over the hump and into the NBA Finals. Like we talked about before, it's been a little injury-plagued season, a little banged up. Everyone's a little banged up. But maybe that kind of helped in his favor and got Phoenix over the hump. You can clearly see, clearly see that, that Houston was wrong. Maybe acquiescing to James Harden was wrong. Because Chris Paul has gone to Oklahoma City and put them in the playoffs, and he's gone to Phoenix now and put them in the NBA Finals. You can say what you want about Chris Paul. You can like him. You can hate him. But at the end of the day, this guy was supposed to be washed up. He couldn't win a, couldn't win a basketball series. He's all done. He's over the hill, blah, blah, blah. And now, in consecutive seasons, he brings the Thunder to the playoffs, which we just talked about how bad the Thunder were, and now he brings the Phoenix Suns to the NBA Finals. Chris Paul, he's been getting credit, but maybe he hasn't gotten enough credit over the last couple of years. That's all I'm saying. Chris Paul was a good soldier in Oklahoma City. Did what he was supposed to do. And was rewarded. And what's even crazy? Yeah, rewarded. Wait till next year. Yeah, wait till next year when he's getting this fat contract and he's getting forty million dollars at forty years it says, old. The thirty-seven-year-old Paul has inked a forty-year like forty. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> For a 30, what? What? But they win the title. They're not gonna have a choice. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, because that's, everyone's gonna <laughs> leverage the Knicks. Because the Knicks are ready to throw money at him. The Knicks are ready to just throw $35 million at anybody who's made an all-star team. Like, if you have potential to make an all-star team, they're like, yeah, you got they, it. Yeah, they thought they had something to Randall, and he might be a great number two, but they need a number one. Yeah. And they saw that for sure this year. So they're like, hey, all-star, you want 35 mil? And then before we oh, know yeah. it, that all-star will be back in Oklahoma City. They might even try to call up John Wall and be like, you want to come here? Honestly, after the season, when you look at Houston, when you look at Houston – the fact that there's no other way to say this. The fact that they have the number two overall pick, and the fact that you don't want that guy around John Wall, <laughs> I think there's probably a good possibility that John Wall is moved this offseason. Yo, if John, John like Wall is like a great talent that can't stay healthy, 
So we treat them like syphilis. It's like, we don't want him. We don't want him. We don't want him. We don't want him. Oh, man. But uh, it's crazy because he's talented if he can stay healthy. But then if he was healthy, he would have never been shoved out of Washington. But that is, all, I mean, in his defense, that was one really bad injury. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's like, the you know thing I mean? at the end of the day. It's just a health thing. But for, you know, if John Wall could stay healthy. The real question is, I thought about this the other day, actually, now we talk about it. What the hell is John Wall and Boogie doing in the offseason? Because if you look at the last three years, them, them, them boys' knees have been fucked up. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. I don't know. I Boogie, was them, getting work. Boogie was putting in work on uh, the Suns on one of those games. Yeah, finally. And this is the most minutes the man's played in three fucking seasons. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He decided to show up the game. I was uh, I was riding Phoenix hot, and he was just like, no, 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 no. Bump all that. Bump all that. That's why no one fucks with y'all soft ass. Yeah. You gotta love him. You gotta love him. Um, let's just wrap this up, man. I do want to touch on a couple of things. Tomorrow, the match. You still have any feelings on that at all? Or no. I mean, I like that when I found out it was at five. I was like, oh, maybe I'll catch the back end of it, mm. but I'm not gonna run out there. And I'll tell you what, though, if you're gonna bet it, just bet the underdog because who knows what kind of goofy ass rules they'll show up with this time. True. Where Chuck was teeing off. 30 yards ahead of everybody. Like Phil has to play with kids clubs today. And yeah, exactly. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck will be out here. Just, I mean, I, it is cool that they're doing different things like that. Um, I, I enjoy it, like you said. It, 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 I feel like it gets a little more convoluted every time. Like, it just kind of gets away that originally it was like, uh, who was it? It was Steph Curry and Tony Romo. Dude, they had like actual. Romo never did it. It wasn't Romo? No. I thought they actually had like golf people, athletes who golfed. And now it's kind of just like, who can we get? Well, <laughs> Brady and Rogers both golf. That's a good call. That's a good call. I guess this this is a pretty good one. I'm trying to pull up the schedule here. See what. Uh, I mean, Phil's just like keep getting them checks. I mean, it's crazy because it all started off as just Tiger playing Phil for money. That is that is what it was. It was Tiger versus Phil, and then oh, I forget who joined them. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning Peyton showed up. Peyton Manning. That's yeah, what it Peyton was. Peyton Manning that's showed up. That's <laughs> what it was. It's all kinds of shit. Yeah, Capital, not the match, Capital One's the Capital, match. Yeah, Everything branding. Capital One's the yeah, match is yeah. tomorrow, 5 Eastern, on TNT, so don't forget it. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention. See, also, might watch it because I can find it. See that? It's real simple. <laughs> right. On TNT, that's 33. Boom. Uh, Nate McMillan has officially been promoted to head coach today. It's official, as if we needed an announcement after the job he did if he didn't hire the man. You'd be like, "What the hell do you have to do?" Well, it would have been great if he went and took a job in like Orlando because yeah, was, they just gave him a ton of money. <laughs> Nick McMillan is the new Washington head coach. It's that like, that would happen. That would have been <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> just spurn him. And finally, there is one thing we used to do uh, the monthly update. I have to ask. I told you months ago, and it was a little bit of a shot in the dark, but only because I was just like, "Hey, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen this year." Have you been watching the show? We're talking about baseball? We're talking about Shohei Otani, who on this show, I said with my fantasy baseball team, you know what? He's going to rip it up this year. And you know what he's doing? Clearly. He's killing it. Clearly the answer is no. Why this man has motivated me just single single handedly. I'll be like flipping through with sports and I'll be like, Shohei's not. Now, dude, so we, we, I don't understand. What's the point of this? What's the point of this diatribe you want to go on about Shohei Otani? Because as far as what I can hear from things, great, he's hitting home runs. He's getting rocked when he's on the mound. Not rocked. I wouldn't say rocked. He gave up like seven runs to the Yankees or some shit like that in the first inning. Didn't he, even make it out of the first. He hasn't won a lot, but yeah. he's been performing well. Okay, great. So go play DH then. 
Because uh, as far as I know, Guerrero's blasting him out of there the same way he is, and Tatis is hitting him the same way. So get off the get off the Shohei Otani nonsense. Get off the baseball itself nonsense. Uh, see, I have the, no time this, for this. No, see, this just goes to show that you don't watch. Because I, I am verbally admitting that I don't. Because number one, when he's not pitching, the man does play DH. Number two. I know he does. I said that. Number two, he's doing better than all those guys. Now, I don't know about that. Number three, who else is doing that and striking out 100 motherfuckers? Yeah, but he's not striking out cats like that. You're not Dude, getting that yeah, kind of oh, level of production. He is, he is leading my fancy team to domin- domination. I don't know who. You could tell me four guys in a row, and I would go, maybe see, they were in my eighth grade class. I don't know. But this is the thing. But you I don't know, know anything about baseball. You know Jake DeGrom. Mets don't hit for him. I know that much. You know, he got rocked in his last stop. See, I don't watch baseball, but I can follow yeah, I some of it. I, 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 I give it an honest try, an honest chance. Oh, I am oh, too Jesus. slow. I, I thought about watching Mets-Yankees because it was the only thing on Sunday night last night. And then I just decided to do something else. So Now I'm looking at this team. I've lost for the last two. I haven't checked on this. I lost in the last two weeks ever since I did what? Took Shohei out of my DH spot and put him into the pitching staff because you can only play him in one. My fantasy, I'm like, this has had bad Why results. Why would you ever put him in a pitching spot at that point? Uh, the truth is I had a bunch of pitches on, on IR, as you can see. <laughs> is Barry Zito still playing? Can I get Barry Zito in one of those? I, you probably get him. I don't think you can get any statistics from, <laughs> from rostering him. I'd get <laughs> luck because he's beyond my side. There was times out, out in, uh, in fantasy where uh, – You'd still go on the app and you'd find like Tim Tebow, Adante Culpepper. Like they're still in here. Like go ahead and pick some up of those guys to. are great though because they kind of they can hold a roster spot and can be droppable at any moment. They also do serve their purpose. Um, that Never going to lock. Ne- exactly. That about do for. Oh, well, that's the other thing I want to mention. Can you believe the Olympics are still going on? Oh, or are going to go on? I mean, I, can't. I, I can believe it's going on because this is the thing about the Olympics, and I don't even want to get this heavy into it. We've already talked too much. But how do you tell these athletes, wait another four years? Some of these people, it's supposed to be their last. Some They're not going to get another chance at this. Right. So how do you tell them the athletes? And then you already have a situation where nobody wants to host the Olympics to begin with, and now Japan has spent all this money on infrastructure and everything. And that's the real problem. Like, all this stuff just goes by the wayside anyway afterwards. So no, it's 2021 and no one still figured out how to not like waste a whole Olympic village, basically. Basically, like you, they, they go and build I mean, these things and they go they around the world. They should be sleeping in tents or some shit like that. Then at this point, or just have something you can break down and use somewhere else, like something that you don't have to leave on <laughs> on Earth. Exactly, like army barracks and shit. <laughs> yeah, something, just anything that you can. That's do. What I'm saying, put them in a field. Maybe I mean, there's the IOC, right? You can keep shit somewhere. Like you don't have to. I, I let these don't have, let, put them up in hotels. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This Olympic Village thing clearly is a thing of the past. I mean, they, I would say they have COVID everywhere. I don't know if that's happening. People are getting suspended for smoking marijuana. It's freaking. It's, it's I ain't it's watching craziness. You ain't watching plus, none plus, of the Olympics. Plus, the ultimate problem is you're getting all the results well before they show them to you. You know the the, the one that pissed me it's off is worst. you're watching something and then on the crawl it's just like oh Cindy Katrina wins the the four by four relay. You know? I don't know who Cindy Katrina is. I just made it doesn't matter. I'm yeah, like, I know. I'm like, I know this what, is you what mean. I'm watching, bitch. Why are you gonna tell me who wins the fucking result? I'm like, oh, yeah. that, that fucking. And then they show it in prime time like it's new or some shit. It's just like whatever. Well, that's cool. That's the only shit that's like not recorded a lot of time. Like we don't see the results for a lot of the time. You know what I mean? No, so whatever they usually it. show you in prime time is the stuff that people actually care about, but it's already usually happened. If it's in a different time zone, uh, yeah, yeah, 
That's true. That's how they get you. That's why I like the local Olympics because like you don't have to worry about that whole day delay shit. Like they gotta have everything at the time at seven o'clock and then fucking you sit down and watch that shit. You know what I mean? I mean they'll get it in LA at some point, so Exactly. Well, that'll do it for us. To, uh, excuse me. That'll do it for us this week. We're not going to talk about the boys on Hot Knocks. This is blasphemy. I knew I was speaking okay. something. I knew you know it. what? I knew this is something. some shameful shit. Okay. We put will my, talk about this. Put my shine on my stuff for a second. We coming back. We going to be on time. Hot Knocks. Yeah. A third time because everybody fucking loves it. You know what you ain't selling to anybody after a pandemic season is the fucking carolina panthers okay that's not gonna sell you anything that's not getting subscribers up but you know what will is the dallas cowboys and oh it's gonna be great we're gonna see dak and all his mvp glory coming soon oh see that's true but like you talk about like what's the best one i always said this and of course you can be like, get of your course. popcorn ready well think about it right think about all the teams what team would you honestly like to see how they operate in the preseason the most. It's Dallas. It's not even close. Don't give me this New England nonsense. Nobody gives a flying you know, fuck about what Bill's gonna see? do because it's not gonna be it's any. Wrong. We're not gonna it's see so anything. A it's just gonna be a care. waste. It's gonna be a waste of our time. We're gonna watch Bill say one word press conferences. He's gonna ask him a question in an interview. He's gonna say no, and he's gonna say yes, and that's gonna be the extent of it. And I don't want to hear it. But no, you know what is gonna show us something is the Dallas Cowboys, and we might not get all the stars because. That's how these things usually work. We might get a sound bite here and there. That's usually what happens. But we're going to get attached to some random rookies that we're all going to care about. Oh, and they only got three preseason games exactly. to figure it out this year. Well, we have four because we have the Hall of Fame game. But that's Ooh. not that's not going to make a difference. We sell. Doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, if you say so. I just I, – I actually enjoy watching the Cowboys on Hard Knocks. I still say, though – Everyone does. At, at the end of the day, they want everyone to watch, pay Bill Belichick whatever he wants, and there's nobody who, who so likes – So he can say nothing? Listen, so he can say nothing? But there's nobody who likes football who would not watch that. It's not, it's not so he doesn't say nothing. It's that, so that way they can get behind the scenes and get past that point so they can see – the actual him. That, that's what I'm right now. After it. episode one, when he gives no sound bites and no fucks, I would not be watching episode two. In his press conferences, but afterwards they have him wide all the time, so they can just take whatever the fuck that's what yeah, I'm but saying. You, like, you know he's not going to give these people nothing. Of course. Oh, Mike a, McCarthy might say some dumb shit. For a one-day interview, of course not. But throughout the course of a day, Bill Belichick is going to say something. He just doesn't want to say it tight-lipped uh, all the way. Let's hope so. Well, well, sadly, we won't get to find out for another season. We'll have to go with another Jerry Jones-infused uh, hard knocks. Hopefully, going to be get, great. Last time they were on, I think it was the last time they were on there. We got uh, Danny Amendola out of the whole freaking out of the whole thing. So yeah. we'll see. So we'll see what we happens. Screwed that one up too. <laughs> sure did. Screwed up Danny Amendola. We had a Colby. Yeah, we got a lot of guys that just yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Guys, man. move on. All right, man. Like I said, fuck them. Laundry <laughs> fuck em first. All. We got the match coming up tomorrow. Uh, on July 6th, we have the NBA Finals starting tomorrow. And this weekend, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the Big Three Season 4 takes the court on July 10th. Check out the Big Three Weekly Podcast. On what channel? We don't know. We don't it's know. On, no one knows. It's on no Triller, one knows. Triller and Fight TV, all right? That's what I know for sure. Uh, I was actually, I should have, hold on. I got it right here, actually. How about that? Yeah, I bet you do. I bet I don't have any of those channels. I got uh actually I didn't write it down. I wrote it down for week two because I was like, oh, week two CBS has CBS has a triple header on week two. Okay, what so does that come on Saturday in the afternoon? Correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Correctly. That is the one bad thing. I, I work Saturdays now. It's just like they used it's to not be even matter of work. Who's watching that Saturday mid afternoon? I know that's. If it ain't the fall season, it's not where you want to be. Well, honestly, even even with Fox, it was on Fox, not the last season, but the season before. I'm like, 
why don't we do this every year? They just did it at night. Like they would play the games at like night, and I was like, this is perfect. That's what people used to watch yeah, basketball yeah. at night. You mm-hmm. should be playing them at night. Exactly. But there's also a part of me that looks at that and goes, these players are like, yeah, we ain't doing that. We trying to go out at night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you look trying, at the crows. Now, well, the truth is, the reason for them not doing it before, just real quick, is they used to play a game. So they used to do it at like 2 in the afternoon, right? Play four games, be done by 6, and then they would literally just hop on a bus. and dr- So they would play Saturday, and they used to play Sunday somewhere else. So those guys would hop on a bus and drive right to the other place. That's why they used to do it early, I think. Try to get those other guys there before the night and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, we got all that. The match, NBA Finals. Shohei Otani is in the, is in the Home Run Derby. And who knows what other part of the All-Star uh, festivities he's going to be in. All that coming up. Big three on Saturday. Tune in. Keep it locked. We will be back here next week. Same time, same place, same channel. As always, I am Justin. He is Anthony. This is The Loud Sports Show, episode number 31. And we will see you guys next week.